Hi, this is Angela from The Spiritual Life. And tonight my topic is going to be receiving signs and messages from the universe, from from the other side and uh, the divine. So uh, tonight's topic is going to include information regarding the types of messages that you can receive who the messages are coming from. We'll also be talking about how to understand the messages that you receive, how to ask for messages, and how to create a, a frequent communication so that you can receive the messages and how to ask for specific messages, not just um, messages that show us that you know, there's someone on the other side thinking of us or trying to help us, but to actually ask for specific messages or answers to any kind of problem or situation that we're having and how to receive those messages too. So that's what I have planned for tonight's uh, mentoring call. The Spiritual Life with Angela Boswell. We all know that there are ways for us to receive messages and signs from the other side. For many of us, it's a two-way communication that, you know, that goes on all the time between us and our uh, loved ones who passed away or God or Jesus or spirit guides or angels, or perhaps it's just some energy from the great beyond that's a higher consciousness than us. And it gives us messages even when we're not asking, but especially when we do ask. So I think it's a concept that we're all familiar with. You know, it's not too, not too woo-woo-y out there, I don't think. Um, the way that, that I've seen it and experienced it is that usually when we get more of the generic type of messages or signs such as finding coins. I love finding coins um, and feathers. Those are my two things, finding coins and feathers. And I actually have a big book of all the feathers that I find because I love them. I just love the feathers so much. But uh, finding coins and feathers, those are kind of the generic, hey, like, hey, Ange, I'm thinking about you. want you to know I'm here. Um, that, that's more of a, a common thing. Um, also birds, birds coming to, uh, sit on your windowsill or seeing an unusual bird. Um, most of the time, what well, I guess I should say from everything that I've seen, th these types of more common symbols and mess messages that we get are, um, a little bit like a spiritual high five. Hey, good job. Or, um, a little bit of love and compassion that are being sent your way. Mm -hmm. um, usually, these are all something that's from nature. So it could be something that is related to plants or animals or the earth or something made of water or air or metal. Um, so that might be things like it's a perfectly still day and a breeze comes up and, and you could swear that the breeze is just for you. Like it just comes right, right across you. You feel it that way and nowhere else you look around, no one else noticed it. That could be a sign. Um, again, the coins are metal. So um, finding coins like that, feathers or of course from birds, nature, um, and it could, it could be something like that, that that's just more, more common that, uh, that people have shared experiences on. So that's one way that we can get signs and, uh, and they're valid as any other sign. Um, but it's not as specific as you would think. Other ways that we get signs, and this is what I've seen more with uh, loved ones that have that have passed over. These are more specific signs. It's like um, like something that person would do, or something that is uniquely tailored to you. 
so that you notice it. And it may not mean something to someone else, but it means something to you um, because it, it was designed for you to give you a specific message. Uh, it could be a, we are having a bad day and you turn on the radio and the first song that comes on is a song that you listened to when you were a child that always made you laugh and or smile and you haven't heard that song in 20 years. That could be a sign specific for you. Um, it could be finding something in an unusual place. Um, I, I love I love anything outdoors, nature, especially plants and flowers. So one way I receive signs is I find flowers that are growing in places they shouldn't be growing. Like, what? How did that get there? What is that? Um, and I notice that no one else notices it. I'm the first one to notice it each time. That's how I know. Oh, wow. Look, that signs for me because it's something specific. Um, or again, it could be something that that only I would get or that would be special or important to me or stand out to me or something that has to do with a loved one specifically. Say that um, that you loved someone that, that passed away and um, they were a uh, they were a sports fan of a certain team and maybe it's a team that not a lot of people follow. And then, you know, maybe you're um, someplace on the opposite side of the country where nobody even knows this team exists. And all of a sudden you walk in a store and there's one item there and it's about that team. Or you see a, um, a decal in someone's car that has that team on, that, on the back of their car. It has to be something that is unusual and specific. And it also has to be something that gets your attention. Um, last week I was outside and one of my totem animals is a dragonfly. And it, that's been my totem animal for, gosh, I don't even know how long, over 20 years. I just love the dragonfly. Well, the other day, well, I guess if you'll indulge me in just a minute, I will give an, a, an example here, okay, of, of uh, a sign that I received, okay? And I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself because I'm going to talk about how to ask for specific signs. And this is a little more in that realm. But uh, but here's an example to get us started with. So we're all closer on the same page. So I've always related well to Archangel Michael. Um, he's the the angel of protection, but he's also the one that I call on when I'm stuck and I just can't see my way out of something. And I I guess it was last week, or maybe it was the week before. I think it was the week before. And I was feeling really stuck about something. I just couldn't see how my way through it. And I couldn't understand it. Like, why, why is this happening? What's going on here? And so I went outside and I went into my little special place, which is my sanctuary. Um, I'll talk about building a sanctuary in another one of these talks, but for right now, um, I went into my sanctuary, which I call the church of Angela, <laughs> which, um, that's a whole nother story that we can talk about another time too. And I went out there and I sat down because that's where I have the, the earth is energized there in a way that when I walk in, I automatically raise my vibration and it's easier for me to connect right in um, to my guides, my angels, loved ones. It's just a special space that I've energized in that way. So I went into that space, I got really quiet, and I called up on uh, Archangel Michael and said, you know, hey, I could really use your help on this. I, I can't see my way through it. And I know that, you know, Archangel Michael has access to many, many, many more resources than I do and a much larger perspective of my life and everyone else's life in the universe, much larger than my own. So I call up on him to help. And I said, um, I really need your help with this. I, I just can't see it. Can you, can you lead me to the right path or, or 
bestow me with understanding because I, I just not getting this. So I turned it over to him. And um, of course, I always like to have some kind of confirmation about it. But this time I didn't ask for the confirmation that he had received my prayer. I, I just left it with him and just said, I know you're going to work on this and I'm going to leave it in your hands. The next day, um, I was letting my dog out and she has a little fenced in area. And I went to open the gate and right on the latch was this huge dragonfly. It was like the biggest dragonfly that I'd seen. I don't even know if I've ever seen one that big. It was so huge. And uh, there's not a lot of dragonflies where I live. So it, it, it kind of caught me off guard like, wow. And then I noticed its body was like electric blue. It was the prettiest blue. And I hadn't seen a dragonfly around here of that color yet either. So it really caught my eye that it was blue. And I let my dog out. And then, you know, later I let her back in. And then I was walking out the back door maybe an hour or two after that. And as I was walking, something on the ground caught my eye. And I stopped and looked down and there was this uh, salamander there with this bright blue tail. Again, like electric blue tail. And he, he was on the, uh, the gravel area. He wasn't anywhere near the garden or plants or anything. It was right in the gravel area. And he went so fast under my foot that uh that i it, it shocked me and i looked down and that blue caught my attention and he went in the grass i actually took a picture of it because i was like hey this must mean something because it caught my attention so much that it, it has to be a sign so i thought about it for a minute and i thought well what's the obvious sign here and these two creatures made themselves known to me in a way that was so obvious that it wasn't just a, a normal, oh, look, there's a dragonfly. I mean, one of them, I almost, I almost touched the dragonfly when I opened the gate. And the other one almost stepped on the salamander that doesn't even belong in these parts. They both were blue. The salamander had this bright blue tail. The dragonfly was blue. And I know that Archangel's, Michael's color is blue. Um, and not everyone knows that or even really cares, I guess, but I always have because I've always felt like, you know, he and I are, are a team. And so I know a lot about him and, um, I've actually, you know, have a, a product line that I sell candles with Archangel Michael and they're blue. So like, I know he's associated with blue. So I knew that here was my sign 24 hours, or I guess it was even less than 24 hours after I had made this prayer to him that there's these two creatures making themselves known to me and they're both his color. And they came to me in a way that was so unusual. It, it, they, they got my attention. They made sure they got my attention. So I knew this was a sign specifically to me from him that, Hey, I heard you. I heard you. I'm working on it. Okay. Almost like, Hey, you don't need to bother me right now. I got it. <laughs> I heard you. I'm working on it. And we're, we're on this. We got it. You know? And then, um, I went and looked up the meaning of salamander. And if you, if you are interested in symbols from animals, please look up a book called Animal Speaks by Ted Andrews. Um, he, he has Animal Speak, Animal Speak 2, I think is the name of it. But there's a second one. And then there's also Nature Speak, which is uh, messages from nature, plants, trees, things like that. And what those messages mean as well. Those are all by Ted Andrews. You can find them on Amazon. Um, I, I love those books. So I went and looked up the meaning. I already knew the meaning of Dragonfly which is about um, adaptability, change, shifting, things like that. And then I looked up the salamander. It's uh, very strongly related to a snake, which I think I've already talked about that before, what snakes mean to me when I see them. But it's all about uh, growth and rebirth and dramatic change coming your way. 
and uh and so i was like okay well i guess um you know archangel michael's saying hey Ange, i got you on this i heard you and change is coming just hang on we're working on it so for me that was a, a personal example of asking for something asking for help and then getting confirmation that help is on its way in a in a specific form that would be special to me that i would know for me so uh, i hope that makes sense to you so that those are some ways that you can receive signs from nature and signs that are specific to you it could even be uh, a loved one's lucky number and all of a sudden that number is showing up everywhere around you it's on the license plate of the car in front of you and uh you look at the time and it's that number and you know it's something specific like that is usually how uh, loved ones are going to communicate to you when when it's out of the blue um when you have more uh goal oriented communication which i'll talk about in a minute it'll it'll look different than that but those are just kind of the out of the blues so those are a couple of ways that you can receive messages and signs from the other side first was more generic birds coins feathers things like that anything made of the earth second one is from loved ones that are usually more specific to you but look for things it's not going to just be like oh look there's a bird what does that mean oh it's a sign no that bird needs to come over to you and capture your attention it, it has to be something that is different than what you would expect so that you stop and go wow look at that and know that it's just for you um other other ways you can get messages is through dreams uh, a lot of times you'll have a dream that'll have an answer to something for us and it could be in in the events of the dream or it could be a specific thing in the dream um i guess i'll give you a, a quick detail on that shortly after my father passed away I had a dream where he kept saying to me, it's, it's 7.30, it's 7.30, it's 7.30, over and over in the dream. And I couldn't figure it out. And I thought, gosh, what's going to happen? It's 7.30? And I kept saying in the dream, 7.30, 7.30? I couldn't figure it out. And uh, the next day, I thought, it's 7 30 in the morning <laughs> what's special is happening at 7 30 in the morning and this dream i believe it was in may that i had it and then at 7 30 that night <laughs> it's like nothing special happened at 7 30 this morning so i guess it's gonna be 7 30 tonight and i held out what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and nothing special happened however on july 30th it was a special day and i heard from someone that i had not heard from in a very long time and it's someone who knew my father and they offered me a special gift and it was something related to him so i did receive the message in the dream i didn't interpret it correctly for what happened but in hindsight i was like oh my gosh that happened on july 30th my dad told me back in may did it make a difference that he told me that dream no it would have happened anyway however by him telling me that in the dream when it happened and then later i realized that he told me that months in advance it was confirmation that that came from him that that gift was really from him he wanted me to have that and i knew it because he told me months before it happened so that's a way that we can get um, different messages through dreams um, other people can have dreams also with messages in them that they can give us uh, other ways that you can receive uh, messages uh, is coincidences and i know we've all had that where we're like wow i was just thinking about that and it happened or 
um, wow, I was just looking for that kind of book. And then there, somebody just gave me the book, you know, as someone, it was just saw this thing on TV or just heard an ad for this thing I was looking for that came at the right time, just when I needed it. Those are coincidences that I believe are divinely orchestrated to give us messages. There are also, uh, things that people may say, uh, someone tells you the perfect advice at the right time. And it's usually a stranger. And you think, wow, that person told me exactly what I wanted to know right then. And uh, it's just what I needed. There can also be emergency messages. Now, this is that thing that we hear about where people say, I just had a really bad feeling. And so I didn't go to work that day or I didn't go to that event um, or even uh, turn left, <laughs> you know, take a left right now. And you make that left and you avoid something. Uh, these emergency messages come to us and they're absolutely unmistakable. Uh, it could be even a little scary sometimes, but they're trying to warn us or protect us or stop us from making a mistake. So those messages can come out as well. Um, we can also receive these kind of messages by mistake, have you ever received a text from someone that wasn't meant to go to you, but it was bad? It was like talking bad about you. It was about you, but it wasn't meant for you. It was meant for somebody else. And, uh, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, now I know how this person really feels, right? I believe that's divinely influenced. Um, I've had clients who've told me that you know, they found out that uh, their their spouse or significant other was having an affair because of some kind of little technical mistake that uh, he, you know, he sent pictures to her instead of to the girlfriend or something like that. And they found out or, you know, these, these little coincidences like that too. Those are a way that we can receive messages of things that we need to know. Um, other messages can be more subtle, things like unexplained delays. I know the other day I was running errands and gosh, it just seemed like I could not get home in time. I just got one delay after another. It was traffic. It was people in line. It was like just one thing after another. And it took me, I'm going to say an hour and a half longer than it should have taken me to get home. And I wasn't frustrated about it. I was just like, well, I wonder what that was about. Cause it was really weird. It was really obvious. And so it was really weird that it took me that long to do things that I, you know, normally know how long it's going to take me. And, um, the next day I read a, uh, report that there was a, a big truck that was hauling wood that was on fire. And it was maybe a mile from my house. And that's the only way to get to my house. It's the only highway to get to my house. And so uh, I could have been in danger if I would have been on time. Or, uh, you know, at the least, I would have been stuck behind emergency vehicles as they put out the fire. So by doing the things I was doing, and it was taking me longer, at least, you know, I was in a safe place and getting things done and just going about my day, but I was being delayed from having an alternative experience that I may not have um, wanted to be a part of. So unexpected delays can be messages as well. And then we can also receive messages in meditation. And, uh, you know, I am a fan of, of meditation and guided meditations, and I, I led guided meditations for years. And Part of me wants to get back into those, I, I think, but um, meditation is a great place for us to receive messages and we can set up meditation so that we're in a space where we can intentionally receive messages and ask for specific uh, answers to what we're experiencing and get those answers right back to us while we're in that meditative state. So that's another way that we can receive uh, messages there. And uh, I hope that you're writing this down and you're also writing down any questions you have because 
in just a few minutes, I will ask if anyone would like to come on and be a guest and share their experiences or ask questions regarding uh, receiving messages. And we'll, we will get to that in just a few minutes. Uh, there are some other points I'd like to make here about messages. And the reason why I'm, I'm structuring the call in this way is because sometimes when we have guests, we start talking and we go off on a whole different tangent. And I know that for tonight, I had scheduled to talk about receiving messages. So as you will notice, if you tune in to this show on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, I will talk in the first part and then we'll bring the guest on to talk about our experiences and to ask questions. Okay, so with, with these messages, you can ask specifically, you know, in prayer, in meditation, or just talking aloud, you can ask specifically, can you help me with this? I need your help with this. Give me a sign. Just like my example earlier with asking Archangel Michael to come and help me. You know, that was a divine plea. It was specific to a specific entity to help me in a specific area. Now, I don't need to know what he's doing to help me. I don't need to know that. I don't need to figure that stuff out. I'm just so grateful that he sent me two signs so that I knew I had confirmation that he's on it. He's working on He's like, and I got you. I just want you to know I got you. Okay. So that was enough for me. Um, I don't, I don't need to know all the other details, you know, what he tried that didn't work or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I know he's got it. And like I said, he's got a lot more resources than I do. So sometimes when we receive messages and signs, they just want us to know they're there. It doesn't always have to have a special meaning. You know, sometimes my clients will ask me, well, you know, this happened. What does it mean? What does it mean specifically? You know, he, uh, I found a red feather on my doorstep. What does that mean specifically? Who's it from? What does it mean? I don't always have the answer or can access an answer to that. Sometimes it's just the divine wanting us to know they love us and that they're watching us. You know, maybe it's a sign that at that time they have an eye that's specifically on you. Like, hey, hey, babe, I know you're going through this. Just wanted you to know I'm hanging around. I got my eye on you. We got this. I got your back. Could be that easy. I'm going to leave this red feather at your front door where it's out of the ordinary. It's something specific. So you're sure to, to see it. You're sure to notice it. You're sure to know that this is something that was put here on purpose. And perhaps they're just going to do it just so you know. They're, they're watching after you. It doesn't have to mean, oh, well, this feather came from my master guide and he's trying to tell me that, you know, the color red is my root chakra. And so that I need to work on my root chakra and a bird totem at the same time. It doesn't mean all that. Or maybe it does. I don't know. But it doesn't have to mean that. It can just mean hey, I'm watching you. I'm right here and I've got you. And that can be enough because sometimes I think that we leapfrog over the spiritual meaning of things. You know, how about just being grateful that the miracle happened and this little red feather showed up right where you were having a bad day? And some beautiful being from the divine reached through the veil and made sure that this little red flower was on or feather was on your doorstep. Couldn't, could that just be enough just for you to know that you're being watched over? I don't know. For me, it usually is, unless, of course, there's something that I'm battling with specifically and I want a specific answer. <laughs> 
And we also need to know that there's not always an answer, okay? There's not always a right. And, you know, this is the right way to do this. And if you don't do it, you're failing. It doesn't mean that. Sometimes it just means they're there and they love us, okay? Also, there are always messages happening around us. There's been messages around you. Every person that's listening right now, there have been messages around you your whole life. Always. They've always been there. You may not have had the eyes to see and the ears to hear at different times in your life, but it does not mean that they were not communicating with you and giving you signs. They're always there. We're all in this together, okay? They're always loving. They're always compassionate. So there are always signs. Now, you may not receive a specific answer to a specific question that you have at a specific time, okay? Maybe it's something you shouldn't know. Maybe it's not time to know it. Maybe you're not asking the question correctly. Maybe your filters are on to where you can't even see any other option but the answer you're looking for. And if the answer isn't that, you won't acknowledge anything else. I think I'm going off on a tangent, aren't I? Let me move on. So sometimes especially if we're desperate for an answer, we may look for signs that aren't there. You know, we may be like, oh, look over there, there's a flock of birds. And I think that one bird turned his little head and looked at me for a quarter of a second. That must be my sign, right? Or the wind came and it blew the tree to the left instead of the right. And all the other trees were blowing to the right, but that tree was blowing to the left. So that must be my sign. <laughs> That's not usually how it works. Usually, signs come to us when we are not looking, when it is something that is not expected. I always think it has like a little bit of a smirk to it. You know, like every little message is just like, hey, hey, Ange, here, look at this. Ha, huh? got your attention. You know, it. it it's just... Perhaps just that's just my way of seeing the world, but that's the way I see his messages. Um, we may not know the meaning of a message until later. So say you're going along in life and something captures your attention and it is something unusual. And, um, and you know that it's some kind of message for you, but you don't know what it's for yet or what it means yet. That's okay. Just sit with it. It'll come if it's meant for you and it's a specific message for you. It will come. It'll come out of the ethers and it'll go forward and you'll understand it. So, um, so just know that, just know that sometimes you just need to sit with something like that example that I gave earlier. I had to sit with 730 from May until July. But I didn't question it every day and be like, well, what is 7.30? I mean, granted, I did the first 24 hours and I don't even know, to be honest, I probably looked around at 7.30 a.m. and p.m. for the next week. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. That's probably what happened. But after that, I gave up. <laughs> I said, well, obviously, it's not something that's happening at 7.30 in the morning or evening. So I give up. Just show me what it is. I give up. And honestly, I had forgotten all about it until like August 3rd, I guess. And then I was like, wow, look at that. That happened on 7.30. Woohoo! I understood it. Also, we... You know, you don't always need to know who the message is from. And a lot of times with my clients, they will say to me, um, who's with me right now? What do they have to say? You know, or um, I know that there was a spirit guide with me and they were with me yesterday. Who was it? Who was it? Or 
I got this message in a dream. Who was it? Or I found this red feather outside my door. Who gave me that feather? Who was it? We don't always know. And I guess my question is, do we really need to? Yeah, do you really need to know? Are you leapfrogging the spiritual significance of receiving a message and just denying sending gratitude for receiving such a miracle? Uh, that's how I see it. But if you must know, then you should start asking that, you know, send me the name of the person who sent me this feather. To me, it kind of seems like a wasted effort, but if it's super important to you that you know exactly who it was, again, I think you should ask yourself why it's so important, but then also focus your efforts into finding that. I also think it's very important that you acknowledge the communication, that when you receive a message, you say, thank you, I received this, and thank you, even if it is days later. Um, I think it was the next day after I saw the uh, the dragonfly and the salamander, I was like, oh, Archangel Michael, thank you so much. I know you've got me. I know we're in this together and I know you heard me and I really appreciate that you are helping me with this. Regardless of the outcome, I just appreciate that you're there and that you support me and that we're a team and that we're working on this. And I'm so grateful to have this relationship with you. And that's really all that needs to be done in that gratitude, because then they know that, uh, that you believe and that you're working with them and that they're supporting you too. Uh, another way to send, uh, to receive messages regularly is to have regular communication with them. Uh, prayer is a great way uh, prayer, journaling, setting your intentions, meditation, and just also um, talking with them on a, a frequent basis, and they know that you're there. So I have someone who wants to join me right now, and I'm so grateful. I, I was on a call earlier today with this gentleman, and I listen to his talks on wisdom all the time. I really enjoy everything he has to say. He's super deep. So get ready. I'm going to ask Daryl to join us now. And um, I can't wait to see where this goes because this is someone I really enjoy talking with. Hi, Daryl. Hey. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Thank you for joining me. So um, I wanted to ask you a question about how to increase synchronicities uh, in life and in the physical world. So, um, by synchronicities, do you mean that um, one thing is related to another and connects with another in an expectation that you already have? Yeah, like in observable connections, less woo-woo, less, you know, anything, sort of just um, empirical and in front of your face, kind of, you know, like running into the right person at the right time or the, the real, like, right evidence like right in front of yourself that you can't deny or get like too esoteric about <laughs> okay i'll try <laughs> so um you know i and i'm i'm going to i'm going to talk about this in a way that is sim simpler terms um because i know you're really deep and um and you know like all the metaphysical stuff but I also want to talk, uh, use words that, that are more common and, and simpler. So the way I look at it is the, our future is like a, a, a line in front of us that we're continually creating by our intentions and our choices. And so if there is something that we want to line up with um, uh, uh, synchronistically, to line up so it appears as if it is a uh, coincidence, then we must set the intention of having that experience in the first place. I think that's one is setting the intention. Two, we must raise our vibration in a way to where it meets whatever that thing is that we want to attract to us. Um, you know, that that's something that let, let's let's use this for uh, for an example. 
say that I'm single and I want to coincidentally or synchronistically meet my match, someone that's really good for me. So, um, so I would make sure that I'm working on myself so that I attract someone that is equal to me. And then I place myself in an area where that person um, is in a, a space where they may inhabit, where they may be, where they may go, that kind of thing. So I think that on a physical level, we make the decisions in order to um, in order to have those experiences, and we set the intention to have those experiences. So I think that those are two things that we can do on the human level here to start those things happening. Um, and then, you know, th there are other tools such as like, uh, like the secret teaches about having gratitude before something happens and appear uh, acting as if it's already happened or something like that too. Um, but I think ex expectation is the main thing. When you want to have something line up, you must expect that it's going to line up and that nothing else even comes into your realm of expectation or anticipation that this is going to happen. And it's there's no other option than it happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I do like it. Um... You know, sometimes things appear in life as straight lines, sometimes as flows and like roots and tree branches, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, more spiral and circular and DNA type, you know, things, right? And so mm -hmm. when you get like really used to sort of the curviness and straightness and the roundedness of things, you start to like look at, okay, you know, how am I, how is my field? Am, am I creating a coarseness or a smoothness? Am I creating mm -hmm. a bigness or a smallness, you know, with my field? And, you know, what is it that, um, how does that impact the world around me? Like gravity, okay? I was just talking to another person about this. Gravity is a lot about the size inside of what I call space is sort of mm -hmm. running a different set of um, laws than time. Mm -hmm. And um, when you mix the two together, we have space time, which is the here and now is what we're experiencing. But when you take the two apart, you start to take a look at, okay, well, size matters in space. Mm -hmm. And so if my field is a, if my field, my energetic field is in both space and time, right? How is it that I can have the best outcome with the kind of field that would be most fruitful with my future? A lot of people would say, well, it's the law of abundance. It's the mm -hmm. law of manifesting, uh, all of that kind of thing. But I, I just wonder if things are not always good and bad in the universe, right? Things are sometimes a dance between the both. Mm -hmm. And and so I was just wondering what your thought was because, you know, we are architects, we are builders, and we are inhabitors of what we've built. Mm -hmm. And yes, until we outgrow it and, and the, have the need to build mm -hmm. something else, and then we're the destroyers of what we've built so that we can build again somewhere else, you know, again. And um, and I I do think that it is about our expectations of what we want to experience and sending that forward in time. Um, and I also think that whatever vibration we're at, everything around us will meet us at that vibration. And so that's like misery loves company. You know, when you're miserable, well, you know, everybody will be miserable with you. Um, when you're happy, other people are attracted to you because they want to share in that energy. Um, so I think that being aware of what you want to experience and staying in that focus and in that vibration, things will right. end up That's quickly. Key. 
And you know, like little yeah. kids, if you've ever seen little kids manifest like crazy, right? Oh yeah. You know, they make a birthday wish and whatever it is, is on the doorstep a month later. Right? <laughs> that's so true. Like, yes, how, that's so true. Like how, how, how can they be in such synchronicity with oh. their needs and attracting that to them? And, and I think it's because they don't allow any other options to interfere. Study. Yeah. Study what you just said. Everybody listen to what you just said. Yeah. You know, you as know? Uh, Gospel of Thomas, I listen and study. I mean, I've studied through mm -hmm. that for a long time. And he does say, you know, be as children uh, if you want to reach the kingdom of heaven, you know. And, you know, it's all about how is it that we can uh, get ourselves refined. I call it the zigzag, zigzag going upward. You know, how do we get ourselves refined in both our size in space mm -hmm. and our speed in time? Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, you literally take yourself from just a mere human experience to a more graduated version of that um, mm -hmm. but we're still interfacing with the world and we're still dealing with things that are connections that we sometimes can't explain why we get connected with certain people and synchronicity wise um, you know maybe sometimes don't ask why but sometimes I step back and say you know why this is interesting and curious so I'm going to back out but thank you so much for having me up here and I thank hope you. you have a great talk Okay, and you're welcome to come back anytime tonight or any other time. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank Angela. you. Thanks for coming on. So I think what he said is it's so important and it is about managing our energy and our thoughts in a way where we resonate with the divine and that we received those messages. Um, as I said before, you know, I think gratitude's a big part of it and expectation is a big part of it. You know, I try not to find myself looking for signs and looking for answers to the questions that I have. On some level, I will. <laughs> I'm human, you know, like, hey, when are you gonna get back to me? Well, you know, don't ghost me. <laughs> Don't ghost me, spirit guides. You know, get back to me and tell me, tell me what you think, what I need to do. Um, but I, I try not to look for those things. I try to maintain an energetic level to where I'm in the receiving mode. That okay, I'm open. You know, he's uh, things. Daryl says, "Gosh, sometimes when he says them, I have to think about him for a minute." I had to think, okay, or I caught myself earlier today, even like writing down some words he used because I, I was so deep that I had to like sit back and, and think about that again for a minute. I couldn't respond right away. I was like, wow, let me just take a little morsel off of that and try to digest it. And, and then, you know, I could go further with it. But, um, you know, what he was saying about like going forward, if you're, if you're smooth or if you're porous, and I, I find that compelling. To me, porous means that I'm willing to absorb uh, the what's around me and take it all in, you know, but then smooth is more like I'm protected. So I've got to sit with that, that analogy. I've got to sit with that a little bit myself. But uh, he always gets me thinking so much stronger, whether I'm a guest or he's a guest or I'm just listening. Wow, he's amazing. So please follow him. That is Daryl. And there are dashes between each letter of his name. Um, please follow him and listen. He has some amazing insights and uh, thoughts about the universe and energy and existence and all of that. So um, and it all folds neatly into receiving messages and Sometimes these messages are synchronicities. You know, perhaps you were looking for a plumber and you know, the next day you're in line at the grocery store and the man in front of you has on a uniform that says he's a plumber, you know, or advertise the plumbing services on his shirt or something. And you ask him and he turns out to be the best plumber you've ever had. Well, that could be an answer to what you needed but it can also involve synchronicity. You know, how did it turn out so much that at the same time you happen to be in this line behind this person at that time 
who does the, the service that you're looking for at that moment. Like, wow, it's kind of mind blowing, isn't it? So I don't know, perhaps we've already done it. Perhaps it was already scheduled to happen in the future. And then when we were in line, we we're just stepping into that preordained future. And there it was synchronistically, boom. And I do believe in that. And I also believe in a simpler version of that, that my little finite pea brain here can understand. And that little simpler version says to me, well, you asked for a plumber, so we brought you one. There you go. And we put him right in front of you. And it was up to you to take the action, right? Which is something also to think about is that when you receive these messages and signs from the universe, God, angels, Jesus, how, however, you know, that view is for you. When you receive these messages, that's not the end of the story. You also have to take the action that is in alignment with that message. So in that example, it's up to me to call the guy standing in front of me because that's the plumber I'm supposed to use because he's right there in it. And, it, you know, I think about that movie, The Adjustment Bureau. Oh, my gosh, it's one of my favorite movies. And I believe that that's how it works. Right. So, you know, the the. Uh, the beings on the other side, you know, our higher selves, however you want to see that. I feel like they're up there going, hey, you know, make sure the plumber gets in aisle number three right in front of Angela. And he turns his back so she can read the back of his T-shirt. You know, they do it all. And then they have to just wait for me to tap him on the shoulder and say, excuse me, are you a plumber? Right. I have to take the action in the opportunity that they provided to me that was in an answer to something I needed. You, you got that, right? Like, that's how that works. It's like when a woman, I'm just, I'm going to say woman because most of my clients are women. So, um, but men, it could be a man too. When someone, let's say this, it's like when someone says, I just want to meet my soulmate, but they sit on the couch every evening and they don't go out on the weekends and they, they expect that this person just going to knock on their door, the big bow on their head and say, Oh, I'm showing up for you because you asked for me. Um, yeah, maybe, but the chances are pretty slim. You know, it's kind of like help the universe out a little bit and go in public so that these synchronicities can happen. Align yourself in the space so that these opportunities are a little easier to be brought to you. And I think you would see, a difference in that. I, I believe that, you know, everything that Daryl's saying has its own messages in its own way. And it may not be the little uh, bird at the window that is, you know, pecking at the window to get our attention. Perhaps it is uh, something that someone says that's unlocking something in us that we don't even know. Um, I got this book on crop circles and it fascinates me. I love crop circles and I know that some of you out there love them too. I can't be the only one here out of, you know, almost 90 people. I can't be the only one who loves crop circles, man. I love crop circles. And I believe that just by viewing them, it unlocks some codes in us. And so that's something that I didn't think about earlier when I was talking about receiving messages, but I believe that there, that is another way that we can receive messages is through sacred geometry, through crop circles, um, things like that, that we look at even languages that we don't understand. Uh, we can look at that and I believe unlock some different messages that get downloaded into us. And then the, interpretation comes later and we understand it later but at the time perhaps our conscious mind isn't at a state where it can accept those messages because they're coming from such a higher vibration that um, we have to kind of wait it out and we may never know exactly what the message was we could just know that we've experienced heightened energy or our next level of enlightenment 
but we don't have to be like, oh, it came from the crop circle that I looked at on page four of this crop circle book. I just, you know, and I just bought and I looked at it. And why does it have to be that crop circle that unlocked? And what was the message? And what was the code? That's all our human ego trying to understand it all. How about you just say thank you? Thank you for the messages that I received, the information I received that's helping me along my path. That's enough. At least for me, that's enough. I don't really need to know that it was like, you know, some deity on the other side that, you know, spoke to me from like Egypt, past Egypt, and they had to tell me something, you know. Uh, I just am grateful for the fact that it's here and, and it got downloaded into my subconscious and then it's raising my vibration or helping me in some way. That, that's enough for me. I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, I don't need to know all the details. Um, I do want to ask you again, if anyone out there has uh, some examples of messages that they've received from uh, a loved one, a spirit guide, the divine, like some kind of synchronicity that happened that you want to share with other people, please do it. Just click on the button that says join as a guest. Just click on that and you'll see a countdown and then you start talking. It's that easy um, to join me. And Share your experiences with me on these different kind of signs that you can get. Um, for me, one of the signs is music, uh, especially like songs from the 80s. You know, I'm kind of like a little stuck in that period, I think. I just, I'm biased, I know, but I think it was the best music ever, except for the, the 70s. It'd be like 80s, 70s, and 60s for me. Um, I, I really hadn't relate to much music after college, really. But anyway. Um, I'll be on the road thinking about something and all of a sudden a song comes on that brings up all these memories and it's ex exactly what I needed to think about at that time to give me an answer about something. Um, I think sometimes I romanticize the past and people that I had relationships with in my past and I will romanticize it to where I think that it was so much better than it was and then I'll be thinking about that. And then a song will come on the radio that'll be like a song that really meant everything that I wanted to say to someone at that time. That's like, um, I don't know, like some 80s song. I'm trying to think of something right off the, that I want to share publicly <laughs> right now. But the song will come on. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember this song, you know, oh, like Heartbreaker, the song Heartbreaker. Why do you have to be a heartbreaker? I remember that song and I remember the boy I associated with that song and why I did it, how bad he hurt me. And so in today's life, I can be present day, I guess. I could be driving along and maybe I think back to, to that boy and think, why did that ever end? I wonder what he's doing now. I wonder how his life turned out. And right as I'm thinking about that, the song Heartbreaker will come on the radio and I'll be like, oh, I remember this. I remember thinking this song was just like him because of what he did. And it brings back that memory for me. And I don't know. I like to think that's a divine message, but perhaps it's just, you know, subconsciously I attracted that or maybe it was just a coincidence, right? Um, but for me, that's the way I receive messages in all different forms um, through through animals, through songs, um, through dreams. Now, talking about dreams, there are ways that you can intentionally receive messages in your dreams. So before you go to bed, make a list of questions that you have about a situation and then record your dreams. Usually between two and three nights is all it'll take for a message to come up in the dream. And then um, analyze it and then you'll know, oh, okay, this is the message that I needed for that dream, you know, or maybe they were, um, oh, like here's an example. So I don't know how many of you have heard of the Enneagram. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, Enneagram. I had never heard of it. This was back in early 2000s, let's say around like 2001, 2002, something like that. And I was really interested in personality styles. And I'd been studying these different styles. Back then, it was like Meyer Briggs and DISC and things like that. People Smarts by Tony Alessandro. That was my favorite book. And I was reading all about this. And I wanted to take it deeper, but I didn't really know where to go next. 
and I was having this, I was sleeping. And right before I woke up, I had this dream that someone took a book and slammed it down on my night table right next to my bed under a light. And I looked at it and it said Enneagram. And I was like, what is that? What is Enneagram? But I woke up and at the time I was keeping a dream journal, which is what you want to do when you're getting messages in your dreams. You need to keep a dream journal. And you need to keep a pen and paper and like a little flashlight right next to your bed. And as soon as you wake up, you write down everything that was in your dream. Okay. That's a dream journal. And then you log those things and it starts making more and more sense to you. So I wrote the name down, Enneagram. What is that? Some kind of, I thought it was like, um, like some kind of foreign language word or something. No idea. And so it took me a couple of days and I was like, what is that? What does that mean? And I Googled it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like this, uh, you know, ancient, well, they, I don't know, studies are saying now it's not ancient. Some say it is ancient. Some say it's 10,000 years old, but it's this uh, system of personality styles, nine different ones. And I, I, I was everything I was looking for. And I studied them all, read all these books and then started using them in my coaching practice and in my personal relationships. And all of a sudden the world was a little clearer now and I understood people a little more now. So check that out if you can, the Enneagram um, system. But uh, that was something that I, I didn't intentionally say, oh, I want to take this deeper. But I know that I was thinking that, like, oh, I wanna, I'm really interested in this. And so perhaps you could say that um, because I was excited about it and passionate about it, that I sent that vibration out and it attracted the information for uh, me to expand that knowledge more. And it came to me in a relaxed state of a dream, uh, like it was hand delivered right in. And uh, again, like I was saying earlier, the message came in, but it was up to me to take action on the message and follow through with it to learn what I was supposed to learn about it, right? I was saying that earlier, you can get all the messages in the world, but if you're not taking the action on the messages, what does it even matter? You know, what, 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 is, what good does it do you to ask and ask? And then also, I've seen people ask and ask for messages, and then they get all these messages, and then they say, oh, that can't be it. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. And when I ask them why, why do you say that that wasn't a message? And it's because it, wasn't it was either not delivered in the way that they wanted it delivered to them, or it wasn't the message they wanted to receive. Either one of those will block it. It'll block you from absorbing it. It'll block you from taking action on it. And it may even block you from acknowledging any other messages that come. You can also look for messages in nature. Um, stare up at the clouds. What are the shapes there? Is it an animal? Um, is it a dragon? Maybe if you see a dragon clouds, then it's about you stepping into your power and protecting yourself and standing up for yourself. Um, perhaps if you look in the clouds and you see a rabbit, it's about things changing quickly. So get ready. Things are about to change quickly, right? Um, so that's a way that you can receive messages. As I said before, messages are around every single one of us all the time. They may not be there all day, every day, but they are there, especially when we ask for something that we want to know the answer to, or when it's something important. Now, sometimes I'll just say, what do I need to know now? What's important now? Because, you know, when we get so busy and we have all these things pulling at our energy all the time, we may not always know exactly what we're supposed to focus on for our highest benefit. So a lot of times I'll just ask, hey, what's the most important thing for me now? Um, other ways you can receive messages would be tools um, such as tarot cards and pendulums and oracle cards and Lenormand cards. Things like that are, are um, tools that you can use to get the messages. Just remember, though, that the answer isn't the card. The card is a tool for you know, the divine entities out there that help us, angels, guides, loved ones, however, whoever you connect with, um, God, Jesus, um, archangels, 
any any being that you connect with for your guidance, they're just influencing the tools to get the messages to you. The tool is not the message. Okay, so um, I'm pretty adamant on on that one. There are all kinds of of tools that you can use. Um, ruins, if you like to use ruins, um, or even make your own. Um, so. I, again, if anyone wants to join me and share stories about messages you received or how you get messages, like what works for you? How do you get your messages? What are some, some techniques you use that are helpful? Um, if, if you have that, then please join me and share your experiences because we can all learn from each other. And sometimes uh, another person's experience will awaken something in you and help you remember, oh yeah, that happened to me too, right? That happens to me all the time. So it's important that um, that we acknowledge these messages that come. Again, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I, I don't really care as long as it's coming from, you know, a being of light, higher vibration that's of my best benefit. It's on my team, you know, the, the white light team kind of thing. As long as you're on my team. Um, and if you were to have a question of, well, what if it's a message that's to hurt me or something I need to be fearful of or something like that, um, that's easy enough. It's like, okay, is the message telling you to harm yourself or others? You know, it, I don't ever, I've never received anything like that because I don't hold that vibration, that lower vibration. I don't invite any of that in. I don't let it near me. So I'm not going to receive any messages that are influenced by anything that's not of the divine and the white light, the higher purpose and God and, and, and all of that. Um, I'm not going to attract any of that because I don't hold that vibration and I don't invite it in. I don't want to mess with it. It has nothing to do with me. I have nothing to prove. It does not matter to me. So I'm not going to. But if you are concerned about that, then just ask yourself, you know, is this asking me to harm myself or others? Um, does it not feel right? Um, does it feel bad? Does it feel harmful? Um, does it make me angry? Does it make me sad? Does it make me depressed? Anything like that would not be a message from uh, the divine and from your higher self. It would, just wouldn't be. It's not the same vibration. I, I rarely hear that kind of thing happening. So I think it is unusual. And I think it's usually when people invite it in. Uh, those are the people who experience it the most. Um, so, um, I can't really think of anything else to talk about tonight as far as receiving messages and signs and what to look for. Um, you are welcome to email me at Angela at AngelaBoswell.com and uh, ask me questions there if you like. And I just want to thank you all for spending this time with me. Our time is so valuable and I really appreciate that you lent me some of your time tonight. And I hope to see you here again next Monday. Until then, you guys, you have a great night and a great week and God bless. To learn more about me and my services and to book a session, please click the link in this podcast or visit www.angelaboswell.com. Thank you.